Hey guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. Happy Thursday if it's Thursday for you. I just got back from my anniversary trip to Kentucky. It was so fun, you guys. I had the best time. I really loved the road trip aspect of it. I haven't done a road trip in so long and I just really love them. The snacks, the stops along the way, the games, the music, the conversation. I think that it's such a fun way to travel. If you can do so, I would highly recommend. We had such a great time. As for the Kentucky Derby, I have to report back. There is nothing, you guys, nothing like seeing those horses run as fast as they do. It is truly incredible. They are such amazing animals. They are so beautiful and strong. I loved seeing them run. Also, the derby as an experience as a whole is just so fun. The energy is so fun. Buying tickets, just betting on horses. We did not bet a lot at all, but it was just such a unique experience. Seeing everybody's derby outfits. It was just a great time all in all. I loved it. I definitely want to go back. No brainer. Some other things that we did in Kentucky that I would recommend. Well, the first one I would recommend. I don't really know about the second one. The first one, we went to the oldest bourbon bar. If you guys don't know, Kentucky is known for their bourbon. It's called Old Talbot Tavern. It was really cute. We had lunch there and then we sat at the bar, got drinks. It was a really great time. It's in the cutest little small town. It is so idyllic looking. I love traveling through towns like that. It's just so cute. The second thing that we did, really random, but we went to a forest with sculptures of giants. Yes, you heard me correctly, sculptures of giants. It was weird, but also kind of fun just going around. There were like these three giants that were in this huge park and you kind of just search around, find them. You read their little stories. They put together pretty in-depth stories for these giants, but that was a fun random thing to do. If you happen to be in Kentucky, you can go visit the giants as well. I had such an amazing time overall. It was such a nice getaway. And honestly, some of my new favorite memories are in this trip, which is just so special. Now that I'm done recapping that for you guys, let's get right into what's hot because there were some news stories that came in this past week that are piping hot. Let's get right into it. First off, very sad story. Bill and Melinda Gates are getting a divorce. According to BBC, Bill and Melinda Gates have announced their divorce after 27 years of marriage, saying, We no longer believe we can grow together as a couple. The pair tweeted, After a great deal of thought and a lot of work on our relationship, we have made the decision to end our marriage. The couple met in 1980 when Melinda joined Bill's Microsoft firm. Okay, you guys, this is big news to me and also to my sister, honestly. Because we loved Bill and Melinda Gates together more than any other celebrities, which is weird because they're kind of celebrities, but they're more business moguls. We just loved that the couple ran the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation together. They just seemed like the ultimate dynamic duo. They have three kids, which is the amount of kids we have in our family. There was just a lot that we loved about this pairing together. And it's so sad that they're getting a divorce, which, okay, let's be honest, the money aspect of it all... The fact that Bill Gates is the fourth wealthiest person in the world, according to Forbes, with $124 billion is absolutely outrageous and probably caused some problems in the marriage. I have no idea, but I'm just saying, I feel like money tends to cause a lot of problems. And I heard that they do not have a prenup. So 
I don't know how this all works. I am no expert on divorce, thank goodness. But my heart goes out to those kids and the family. I mean, both of them, divorce is not easy, obviously. And I'm sure it's going to be really hard on the entire family. But this is big news. People really loved them. Me and my sister loved them. This is why, you guys, it is tricky to go into big business with your spouse or at least have like 50-50 or something. I don't know. I don't have the answers. I'm just reporting on the story. But either way, sad for them. I hope that this does not turn too messy for them. I hope that it can just go smooth sailing. But I'm sure that we will know more as soon as more comes out in the news about it. But the fact that they said that they're not able to grow together anymore, doesn't that just make it seem like it's business-oriented? I don't know. That's just my two cents. You guys take from it what you will. The next story on the list from today.com Britney Spears criticizes all of those documentaries being made about her. The pop star shared her strong opinions about the documentaries on her Instagram. I'm going to read to you guys what she said. She posted a video of herself dancing, as she does a lot of times on her Instagram, and the caption was very long. Here it is. Jeez! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Okay, I'm not going to read all of those things because she uses a lot of emojis and a lot of exclamation points in this. 2021 is definitely way better than 2020, but I never knew it was going to be like this. So many documentaries about me this year with other people's take on my life. What can I say? I'm deeply flattered. These documentaries are so hypocritical. They criticize the media and then do the same thing. I don't know y'all, but I'm thrilled to remind you all that although I've had some pretty tough times in my life, I've had way more amazing times in my life. And unfortunately, my friends, I think the world is more interested in the negative. I mean, isn't this supposed to be a business and society about the future? Why highlight the most negative and traumatizing times in my life from forever ago? On a lighter note, this is a video of me dancing. I have so many trips I'm looking forward to taking this summer, and I can't wait to dance in different studios. I'm hoping to get a miniature koi pond in my backyard as well. I know I'm weird, but hey, it's the little things, you know? I'm so grateful for my beautiful backyard. Better Homes and Gardens should put me on their cover. I'm no Martha Stewart, that's for sure, but I will tell you I have the finest garden here in LA. I hope y'all are living your best lives and shit, or as Paris Hilton would say, sliving. I know I am. P.S.S.S.S.S. I don't actually talk to Billy B at all. I'm honestly very confused. This is my Instagram. P.S.S.S.S.S.S. No paparazzi guy. I didn't want you and your crew following me around. Wow. Okay, so much to unpack here. First of all, in true Britney fashion, this was so her tone, which makes me feel like it was her that wrote it. But I don't know. I feel like we always have to take these things with a grain of salt because there are so many people involved in her life. And I would not be surprised if they were also involved in her social media. But saying that, assuming that this was her writing this entire caption, I have to say, good for her for putting this all out there for saying that she is trying to live in the future, that she does not want to relive all of the negative things from her past. And honestly, I totally get it. If there were traumatizing things that were happening in her life, why would she want that to keep being relived over and over and over again through these documentaries? It makes complete sense to me. I also love that she called out the paparazzi guy from one of those documentaries saying, no, I did not want you following me around, you delusional person. I'm just glad that if this was her, she was able to speak her truth, at least in this forum. Because everybody else is talking about her, and she gets seemingly no space to tell her own story, 
to tell everybody what she actually feels about everything going on. So yeah, I think it's a really good little glimpse into it. I'm sure she has so many more opinions and thoughts about what all has been going on in her life, in the multiple lawsuits, in the documentaries, everything. But you know what? Maybe she doesn't even want to speak out about this. Maybe this is her way of just saying, I don't want to keep reliving. Let's move on. I'm moving on and I'm trying to do that privately. But she is a mega celebrity and like we are seeing in those documentaries, people don't want to leave her alone. So maybe we'll get more from her eventually, but for now, this is a very interesting sneak peek about how she feels about the narrative. Alright guys, that wrapped up our What's Hot section. Let's get right into what's good. I have some content on the plate for you. First and foremost, a TV show, one that I recently just finished with my mom called Ginny and Georgia. Netflix's Ginny and Georgia focuses on Virginia, Ginny, Miller, and her mother, Georgia. Despite being only 15 years old, Ginny often finds herself feeling a whole lot more mature than Georgia. The show follows the family as they move to a town in New England, hoping for a fresh start. This show is really interesting because one, it shows the dynamics of the kids within this age, 15 years old, in high school, and then you also get the dynamics of this young single mother in her early 30s trying to navigate the adult world when she still feels like a child because she never really got to have a childhood. So you're kind of growing up with both of them. You're seeing how they interact with each other. It's kind of like an in-depth Gilmore Girls, but dealing with different complex things, some traumatizing things in both of their pasts, and with teenagers at the same time. To me, it has a little bit of a similar feel as 13 Reasons Why, mixed with more adult conversation as well. And what I mean by that is just more of the working world adult and being able to provide for your family and things like that. The show has already been picked up for season two on Netflix. I think it's a really good, fun, easy watch. It was super quick to get through like a lot of these Netflix shows are now. But I kind of also liked the mystery element of it. There was a little bit of that in there. So if you're looking for a new show, kind of like anything that I just described, check out Jenny and Georgia. Next up for what's good is a movie, Life of Crime. It's on Hulu. The wife of a corrupt real estate developer is kidnapped by two criminals who want inside information about his crooked business and offshore accounts. But the husband decides he'd rather not get his wife back. This is like comedy, action, witty, It's so funny. I don't know how I had never seen it before. It came out a little bit ago. It stars Jennifer Aniston, Isla Fisher, Tim Robbins, Moss Def, John Hawks, and Will Forte. It's a great cast of fun, smart comedy if you're in the mood for that. Next up for What's Good is a product. My boyfriend got it for me for my anniversary, and it is a Theragun. If anybody knows me, they know that I crave a massage basically 24-7. My back is always filled with so many knots. Obviously, in this work-from-home life, it's gotten even worse. But my tailbone is always out of whack. I swear I need to see a chiropractor like yesterday. But now that I have this Theragun, I actually feel like my back is going to be rejuvenated. I'm so excited for it. The mission of Theragun is to provide you with the effective natural solutions you need to take charge of your daily wellness. They've combined education, innovation, and over a decade of pioneering within the tech wellness space to make wellness more accessible for everybody. 
It's actually really interesting. According to their website, over 10 years ago, patient feedback and Dr. J's chiropractic expertise set the bar for their high standards of efficacy. Today, they work with the world's foremost physical therapists, trainers, engineers, and scientists at every stage of their product development. As the consumer's needs keep evolving, they'll keep innovating. And then a little founder's note for you guys from Dr. Jason Worsland. I created Theragun Percussion Therapy to help people feel better naturally when they weren't in my care. Looking back, Theragun Percussion Therapy was a catalyst for a bigger mission. I'm proud to say that Therabody is committed to providing natural solutions that work. I'm stoked about this product. I have to say, these are very expensive, so there are alternatives. I'm so grateful to my boyfriend that he got this for me, that he invested in the wellness of my back specifically. Also, I think that he may have just gotten it because he doesn't want to have to give me massages anymore. He's still going to have to, but this machine may make it a little bit easier as well. The one that I have is the Prime. You download an app when you get it too, and you personalize it to yourself, which you guys know me. I love anything personalized like that. I just got this, so I have no idea how it's going to work on me or anything like that, but I will report back, and I have faith in this product, so I hope it does not disappoint me. Next up for what's good, because I just went to the Kentucky Derby, I thought I would give you guys the rundown of what I wore. First, a jumpsuit from Revolve. This is probably one of my favorite pieces of clothing that I own. The brand of this jumpsuit that was sold on Revolve is called Ayla Blue, and the product is called Candy Jumpsuit in Mandarin. It's adorable, it's light, it's flowy, the color is so pretty. I get compliments on this every time I wear it. There is something so elegant and put together about a jumpsuit that I really love. I would definitely check out that brand. And Revolve has so many options as is for products just like that. For shoes, I just wore wedges. I don't remember the brand because they were from forever ago. They actually broke, not at the Derby, but a little bit after. So I guess I can't even really recommend them to you guys because I don't even have them anymore. But I will say that I love wedges. Obviously, people love wedges for the summertime, but they're just one of my favorite shoes. They're so easy, especially some slip-on ones, and they're just so much easier to walk in. They still give you that height. Super cute. Get a new pair of wedges. I am now going to have to get a new pair as well. was not anticipating that, but it's okay. My last item that I wanted to recommend to you guys from my derby outfit was a little crossbody bag that I wore as a shoulder bag. It's from Target. It's the brand A New Day. It's two-toned, a chestnut brown and a cream color. It has gold detailing. It's super simple but really cute and went with pretty much all of my outfits, which was just a plus. It's really nice if you don't want to ruin anything nicer that you have. If you want to bring something that you think it's okay if it gets dirty, it's not a big deal, but you want it to actually still be stylish and go with what you're wearing, definitely check Target out because I'm serious, you guys. They have some really cute options. When I was looking for a bag like this, I had to actually pick. It wasn't just like the first one I saw. I think I picked between like three options for this specific thing. So definitely check it out. Again, the brand is A New Day. And then lastly, my songs for you guys. First up, It's a Beautiful Day by Rob Drabkin. And next up, you guys probably already know this song. I just want to add it to my playlist, so I have to recommend it here. Dance Monkeys by Tones and I. Both songs guaranteed to hype you up, put you in a better mood than you're already in. Alright guys, that was it for What's Good. Let's get right into Need to Know Basis, because my advice topic for this week came up when I was at the Derby, 
and it pertains a lot to betting, but I think it also holds a very valuable life lesson as well. Never bet more than you can afford to lose. All right, I know that we always talk on this podcast about chasing your dreams and keeping your boots to the moon and giving your all, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't still be conscious of what we already do have, what we are sure that we don't want to give up. I think that relates a lot to your non-negotiables in life, whether that be not wavering on your morals or your passions or what you eventually want to make in your career, monetarily speaking. I think remembering in the back of your mind that you shouldn't always risk things that you love or stand for if you ultimately do not want to lose them. Sometimes it's less about the risk and more about the long game. We don't always need to be glorifying the risk involved. Saying that though, I don't want people to think that I mean don't make compromises in your life because that is something that's incredibly important to be able to do. It's more so to just take into account that just because something seems shiny and perfect that's right in front of you, that doesn't mean you're going to get it and it doesn't mean that everything is going to work out. I know kind of a harsh reality to put in front of you, but it's true. A lot of the shots that we take, we miss them. Sometimes it's really not about gambling. Sometimes it's about managing and taking those big risks only when you're okay with losing it all. And if you're not okay with losing it all, let me be very clear, that's okay. That may not be your risk to take. Never bet more than you can afford to lose. Remember that, you guys. It's so important to remember what's right in front of you and to not get carried away about everything that you think that you could have. That's my advice for this week. Take it or leave it. I'm going to try to take it for myself, as always, one step at a time, you guys. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you for listening. I hope that wherever you are, there's some good weather around you so you can get some sun, get outside, be a little bit active, say something nice to a stranger, and don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 